0: our conversations with a generous helping of humor. Whether you're a culinary connoisseur or just someone who loves a good laugh, Stay Out of My Fridge is the perfect podcast to satisfy your appetite for entertainment. So grab a snack, pull up a chair, and join us as we serve up a delectable feast for your ears Beard Laws Podcast, Episode 85, Beards, Booze, and Baseball with special guest, the Beard Brown. We're super excited to have somebody else back in the studio. We'll let you guys guess who that is, and will they be late, or... Yeah, we're on time. That's right, 9 o'clock. We're so excited to have this episode, kind of a trial episode to see... You know, how you guys like it, either way, we're going to love it. Blur's in the house because you can probably guess who else is here. Because whenever this person is here, the blur is always here as well. Super excited to do this. Again, we're going to talk a little bit of baseball. We're going to talk about a new whiskey, potentially um, a cool beer. The Beard Bro knows his whiskey, knows his beer. And we are also going to talk baseball because it's a passion of definitely mine. Definitely Logan's as well, and we're super excited to kick this off. So anybody that is listening to this only, you guys are a little bit behind from the live show. I try to put it out right after, but if you ever do want to see it live, head on over to either the Beard Loss Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or the Talking Beards Network, which is now located on their YouTube page. You can just do the Google or go to the the YouTube and just type in Talking Beards beard so we have some cool stuff that we don't want to start off we're going to start off with some baseball news and uh all that good stuff so if you guys are ready we're gonna hit the intro dude you ready yep we got one yep let's roll oh, oh jesus
2: it's, it's the sexiest voice i've ever heard
0: sexiest voice ah. ever
2: let's roll. i have good. no better
0: segue i can't do that
2: um let's do the intro Mm-mm. ready go
0: Look at us, all four of us. I'm Matt with Beard Laws. That is Logan Beard Laws, too, obviously. Brandon J. McDermott is back in the house, and we have the Beard Bro. Super excited. He was so excited to be a part of this. He even put in that shelf you see behind him right before the show. He has some amazing whiskeys, bourbons, ryes, all sorts of stuff that we're going to talk about a little bit later. And self-admitted By him, he doesn't know a whole lot about baseball, just like we potentially might not know a whole lot about whiskey. So he might be a little more quiet, and you might see some jokes about him not knowing anything about baseball. So
1: leave
0: him alone. Yeah, we say that, but sometimes it just happens. Kind of like we're going to be really nice to Joe Myers tonight on the Tuesday Show Triple T, but it just happens. We're we're not always the nicest to him. His birthday's next Tuesday, and he made a TikTok and wants everybody to send him gifts. So if anybody and everybody wants to go to his TikTok. Find his P.O. box and send him as many gummy dicks as you can find on the internet. I'm sure he would eat them all. Because that's, I think, what do you get for asking for presents, in my opinion. Logan says, yeah, I don't know. It could be worse. There is a website where you can send certain animal poop. So that's what I'm thinking. I'm just thinking about, like, some elephant shit sending it to him for his birthday.
2: You know what? What about
3: one of those glitter
0: bombs? (laughs) Ah, I think he'd enjoy that. If you go into his garage, he has like spray paint all over his garage. And I don't think I don't think he'd find that, you know, I think a big thing of like elephant poop or something. I don't know. Either way, this is episode 85. And yes, we are live on not only the beard laws, all of them. But we're also live on the Talking Beards Network, which is now on the YouTube. So what's up, everybody, from the Talking Beards? You guys can check out their show. they got a show every single night, but their main show, the one that started everything off, is every Tuesday on their Facebook page, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And they have the world's second greatest news guy because we have the greatest
2: news guy in the world. News cat.
0: News cat. Yeah, where is he? We can't shout him out till we see him. But happy Worst. belated birthday to Brian. That's my cousin, guys. His birthday was six one June first. Happy birthday, man! Well, belated Cheers birthday. You, Go- hopefully, you were good to uh, to yourself and your wiener. And uh, so, yes, we are going to talk <laughs> baseball. We are going to talk about Brandon's sexy haircut, and we are going to talk about so many great things. Look at that. Just a good looking dude. And it turns out we are all getting a little bit older because before the show, we all talked about how, well, they all talked about how all their backs are sore and they've hurt their backs. So I'm just thankful that my back is good. And Kentucky bearded guy, he knows all about it. He actually is recovering from a broken back. So speedy recovery to you. I know things are starting to get a little bit better. So that's Awesome. Rufus is in the house. I used to live on Rufus Circle. So, baseball news. We all love baseball, except the beard, bro. And if you don't, well, thanks for being here, anyways. But we got a couple of stories that I just wanted to talk about. And we just kind of envisioned this when myself and Logan talked a little bit last week. You know, the interview style shows, they're cool, they're fun. And sometimes, and even me as a guy that loves podcasts, love watching interviews. I kind of like to watch them when I want to watch them. Maybe I'll pause. You know this and that. Instead of it being live, we're going to try to do those pre-recorded. We have eight to 10 guests lined up. We can schedule it easier. We're going to still continue to do those, but you guys can watch it whenever. So We're thinking Thursday night. We don't really have a cool name for it, so we'll just continue with episode whatever probably maybe make it super confusing good title but we just kind of want like a dude night a place where dudes women whoever picture yourself at a virtual bar where you're sitting around having some bar conversation drinking some beer talking about whatever and just like at a bar we're not going to talk about religion we're not going to talk about politics we're just going to talk about sports booze beef jerky who knows where this will go, but this is going to be the first kind of trial run at it, and I know I'm super excited, and Logan was too, because he showed up 30 minutes early. That's early. the first time it's in his crazy. entire life that he showed up pretty much early for everything. I think he was a little bit late at his wedding.
2: Uh, hmm. Almost. <laughs> almost. That was almost close. It's like double the Lombardi rule right there, just so you know.
0: <laughs> it really is. I,
2: it was – it, I was, it was if, we, if we had won that softball game, I would have been late to my wedding because that would have been into the championship.
0: And of course, he slid into I the base, slid. destroyed his knee.
2: Yeah, destroyed my knee, destroyed my leg. I was bleeding all up on inside my tucks. My wife sees me limping around. She's like, "What did you do?" Underneath her veil, I was like, "I was safe."
1: <laughs> I have got an interesting uh, softball sliding into second base story. That's real quick, real brief, real brief. Slid into second base, of course, as as you always do. It when there's those terrible uh, diamonds that have rocks in them. Oh yeah. yeah, whole leg got completely wiped off. So as a dumb 17 year old, I decided to wrap it up with paper towels that night, and oh. woke up the next morning. Oh no, over. So what I mm-hmm. did was I soaked it and took a guitar pick and just scraped it, dude. I had to. There was he was either getting infected, you know. Yep. Glad yep. I did it when I did it, but oh, it was it All was right. terrible. Terrible. That hurts. Sorry for that uh, visual, but uh, yeah,
0: interesting.
1: That hurts. We had uh, a, uh,
2: we our our varsity diamond when I was in ninth and tenth before they switched it up. The infield was small rocks, and so if oh, you yeah, just, you, if you slid, like a little pea gravel. Yeah, yeah, you would inevitably get oh. gravel in your legs, and you'd have to. I'd never use a guitar pick. That's actually probably better. <laughs> but I would take, I would take like a, a like a dishwashing sponge.
1: Ooh, and basically, uh-huh. just
2: grind my leg until all the rocks were out. Except uh-huh. I now have no hair on either one of my legs. Yep. Where I slid, I completely destroyed them.
0: Unreal. And speaking of completely destroyed, I'm a Pittsburgh Pirates fan. All right. And I've <laughs> completely destroyed every single hope since pretty much being, uh, since Sid Bream cou- uh, outran Barry Bonds and the boys. Uh, I've just been sad. But, Being a Pirates fan and another terrible rebuilding year, they had one of the worst plays in MLB history. I mean, terrible. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you a clip from this with no sound. I don't know how this is going to go. And
2: the best part is this just happened.
0: Yes. And it even says right here, this might be the worst play I've ever seen in a baseball game. So, uh, yeah, this is what happened. Here comes the pitch.
2: It's a force out, by first,
0: the way. First round draft pick. So, yeah, let me paint the scenario. There's two outs, top oh. of the third. Okay? Two outs, top of the third. Should be just, you know, uh, where's the pitch here? Uh, we're going to do the pitch? We're going to do the pitch? Do the pitch this guy? I don't know, whatever the clip is. All right, here we go. Pitch is going to come in once this guy does it, right? It's Bayez, Ground ball, just routine play. That's end in the inning. Bayez goes, oh, I'm sneaky. I'm going to run the other way. This first baseman don't even know who this guy is. He's all he had to do was touch first. He's a rookie. All he did was touch first. All right. Well, that doesn't excuse it. So he's just like, he's like, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to get really, really close to this guy. Still not touch him. Realize this guy might be coming home. Oh shit. So what's he do? He tries to throw to the catcher too late. All right. Now at this point, guess who's covering first? Nobody. nobody. Nobody's covering first. Luke Baez is laughing. I don't know anything either. about baseball,
3: and I knew that nobody was covering first.
0: <laughs> yes. So you know you have the pitcher, the first baseman, and the catcher here who looks like, yeah. So then he's like, okay, nobody's there. Whoop, we're going to play like a modified team. We're going to throw it right into the right field. Guess who's on second? Mm-hmm. Nobody. Then the ball comes in. They throw it away again. Thankfully, they're like, all right, we've done enough. We're embarrassed. We made the worst play in MLB history. Sad, really.
2: And I can that, hear my wind in my head. Yeah. That was yeah. impressive. thinking the get out of there. <laughs> it yeah. It, uh, just after <laughs> after the guy slides in the home, Baez has enough time to signal safe for the umpire. Turns around, gets hit by the first baseman, which should have been a dead ball. He's on first automatically, but because things can't go the Pirates' way, they throw it into right field, and he ends up on second. Just classic.
0: terrible, Absolute terrible, terrible. Oh. terrible man. Oh. And it's uh, just, just not a just, just something that kind of hit the baseball world and correlated with me as a Pirates fan, and just absolute terrible. So one other thing that I thought was really cool because we did the Pirates. We did the Braves. So John Smoltz uh, obviously a legendary pitcher for the Braves. Barry Bonds was a Pirate. Uh, John Smoltz He shared a really cool story while he was live on air within the last couple of weeks, and I thought this was pretty cool. And I don't know if you guys have heard this, but what I want to do is just kind of read theyardbarker.com had a cool little article, so I just kind of uh, took a couple of notes from that. And um, yeah, here it is. Barry Bonds got the best of many pitchers during his legendary MLB career, but John Smoltz shared perhaps the best Barry Bonds own me story of all time, which there is a lot of them. All right. And for anybody that doesn't know, Barry Bonds, he hit a lot of home runs and arguably one of the best players who was in the steroid era. Yes, his head grew about 10 times too big. Whatever. Uh, Not probably going to make the Hall of Fame, even though he should, and he has a lot of records and blah, blah, blah. Smoltz shared an awesome story about the time Bonds got angry with him because Bonds thought that Smoltz, was rooting for Mark McGuire in the home run derby. Smoltz said he was actually rooting for Bonds, but Bonds believed otherwise. Smoltz says Bonds came up to him and, and uh, told him, I'm going to tell you something right now. Next time I face you, I'm going to hit a homer off you. Bonds also told Smoltz he was going to do a uh, pirouette at home plate when it happened. So Smoltz responded by promising to sit down on the mound if he struck Bonds out the next time he uh, the two of them faced him, each other. So that made Bonds angrier. And then he said, you know what? As a matter of fact, I'm going to hit two off you. And guess what? He did. Smoltz said Bonds hit two homers off him in a meaningless September game. While Bonds didn't do a pirouette, he did seek out Smoltz on the bus after the game. He came right onto the bus and said, where's Smoltz? Where is he? I told you I was going to get you. And then Smoltz recalled Bonds saying, smiled, And then he goes, all right, guys, go get the ring. So Bonds hit 762 home runs during his career. Eight were off Smoltz. That is tied for the most off any pitcher the former Giant and Pirate faced. Smoltz probably remembers all of them, but it's easy to see why kind of those two stood out.
2: Smoltz's memory is amazing. He'll tell you what, what like any big at-bat or small at-bat, what count he got into and what the result. Mm. I'd be like, yeah, I threw him a 2-1 slider. I'm talking about a game back in like 95.
0: Yeah, but is anybody going to call him out and fact check it?
2: No, I wouldn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> big Braves fan. And uh, interesting story about Smoltz. I got a uh, got his rookie card, and it's one of the misprints that has Tom Gl- or has uh, yeah Tom Glavin his picture on it.
3: Yeah,
1: so which is yep. great.
3: Wow. So I got I got a couple of Glavin cards, and I've got uh, I actually have a couple of Barry Bonds cards.
0: Ooh, right up here in this closet right over here. Yeah, so. I
3: got a whole bunch of
0: cards behind me, and um, yeah, and that's a cool thing. Uh, Logan, uh, his you know his his father, avid collector. He's seen some pretty amazing cards, Logan. In his day, he knows a lot about them and stuff too, which is a great little segue because uh, there was another article that I believe uh, I saw on like CNBC that Babe Ruth's 1914 Baltimore card valued at six million dollars um, went for sale and kind of broke a lot of prices. I'm going to bring up the article here so you guys can see it.
2: Six million bucks.
1: Six million dollars.
2: Down, where is it here? Uh yeah, right here. You need your cat when you do that, Brandon. I know.
1: I tried to bring up the chicken because that's what he was up here for. Bothered <laughs> me because he wants to eat chicken.
0: <laughs> yeah, right here. CNBC, the uh Babe Bruce nineteen fourteen Baltimore card valued at six million dollars, sold for a record price, and now you can own part of it. So here is the <laughs> like nineteen fourteen Baltimore thing. I'm
2: uh rip it up for it you,
0: it's and it's the first to feature the major league baseball icon as a player, and it was sold at a record-breaking price that we already know. Um, the company said a private buyer recently purchased the card, while it didn't disclose the price due to non-disclosure agreements with the card seller. It's said to acquire the acquirer paid uh, more than the previous amount of five point two million. Um, apparently, a LeBron James rookie card sold for five point two million um yeah i'm not exactly sure why it's uh, i probably should have read the article first i just saw there but apparently at some point you can own a part of it and uh, if you want to read the whole thing go over to cnbc can we uh check it. that's
2: crazy
1: can we see that uh, photo of that cardigan. i want to see the yeah see How good see that cardigan,
0: it's a pullover thanks for asking
1: it's 100 years old if i get it you know it's not the greatest shape but still 170 no, but- Not bad. Yeah, and uh, like you said, the first
0: one uh, one to have the what was it say, the MLB logo logo on it, which I'm looking for. I don't. Crazy. I don't see it.
2: It's wild. Weird logo. What they had before, like obviously not now. Right. um, Mm -hmm. So years ago, I was in Cooperstown, which we've been to many times, and uh, they had, I believe, I don't quote me on it, but it was. I think it was Jerry Colangelo who used to own the diamondbacks. And now I believe it's part of uh, the NBA stuff or whatever, but he had a, he had donated his top 20 cards. Um, the stuff that he had collected, you know, the guys rich he's a millionaire, whatever. And uh, I was able to see the Honus Wagner T two Oh six, which is the rarest, most expensive card in the world. And it was like right in front of me. Very cool moment being a, uh, being raised on collecting yeah stuff like
0: that yeah no that's that's absolutely wild so do you guys have any like prize cards I you don't really have to ask Logan but uh, were you guys into collecting whether it was baseball cards football cards like was that something that you guys did as as kids or even as you know adults with your adult money
1: I did and uh, I think Logan could probably tell me how much they're not worth <laughs> but I've got a bunch of those you know 88 89 tops that they printed a million of and yeah. Got some Ken Griffey Jr. rookies and you know a bunch of rookies from those years and they're pretty much worth like a dollar. But um, I had a 1958 Ralph Terry card who pitched for the uh, Yankees. wasn't the great of a pitcher, but uh, pitched for the Yankees in the fifties when they were really good. So
2: yeah, he was he was decent. Yeah, um, yeah, you're right about those 88, 89 cards. They are useless. Um, I have a ton of them. What year? <laughs> going back to your Glavin, is that an 89 tops?
1: Pretty sure it was either 89 or 88. I can't remember. Pretty sure. Yeah,
2: it it's a top slot, right?
1: Yeah.
2: I think. Um, yeah.
1: The only reason I kept it is because it was a misprint. I thought it was cool.
2: Yeah. It is, it's a cool card.
0: No, oh, it is. Yeah. Um, that's cool one, Willie Mays. That was your grandpa's near mint. Yeah, it's not a million-dollar card. Definitely going to have some value, on, especially let's... because uh, he just turned 90 last month. Mm-hmm. He was in the Hall of Fame, I believe. He got inducted in like 79-ish. And it was in the 70s, yeah, yeah, but way before any of us year. were born. And uh, just just an absolute legend. You
2: be right about 79. Just an absolute legend. He was his last year.
0: Yeah. Um, one, of, one of the other baseball things I just wanted to talk about, and then maybe we move on to some whiskey, some booze, whatever else. Sure. I know there was a question up there we'll feature back. Somebody asked about it was the Cleveland Indians. They're kind of the next team that is, you know, announced that they're going to change their name. Um, so just kind of, uh, just kind of wanted to, you know, talk about this, you know what I mean? So, um, it's pretty wild what they're doing, obviously with Seattle Kraken and stuff like that, they took to social media to see what they wanted to do for names. So they said, Hey, we're going to do the same thing. So a little bit about the Cleveland Indians backstory, uh, for anybody that is a fan, maybe you already knew this for anybody else, this could be an educational story as well. So the Cleveland Indians, uh, first adopted their present name back in 1915, A common theory these days suggests that the team named themselves the Indians to commemorate the memory of former Native American player Louis Sock Alexis. And I'm sorry if I set off your Alexis. All right, Alexis, look up Cleveland, India trivia. Um, He played for the Cleveland Spiders from uh, 1897 until 1899. Despite being known as the Spiders, the team was almost immediately referred to as the Cleveland Indians or simply Cleveland Indians uh, alongside the actual name Spiders. So that was in the newspapers, everything. They instantly switched to that. The Spiders, they folded in epic fashion following the 1899 season, and a new Cleveland team joined the American League in 1901. Even though Sock Alexis never played with a new team, the Indians' name continued to be attached to the team in articles and everywhere else. So the official team names um, of Cleveland Blues and the Cleveland Naps were around until 1910. Um, Sock Alexis died in 1913, a year shy of the NAPS, actually adopting the name the Indians, um, which they announced January 16, 1950. So beginning in the 70s, Native American leaders began voicing their opposition to the name and Chief Wahoo logo. With several protests held outside the stadium in the decades to follow, the logo officially dropped from the uniforms in 2018 and then two years later They actually said, hey, we're going to change the name to this. So at the moment, the team claims that they've conducted 140 hours of these interviews and surveyed over 40,000 fans to compile an initial list of, are you ready for this? 1,198 different names that these people came up with. Uh, Fortunately, the list has then been narrowed down over to the course of around, uh, I think they did 14 rounds. And they have not shared the names of this yet, unfortunately. But they announced it on their website, so it's going to be announced fairly soon um, that they're considering the most popular team name options um, through rumors is potentially bringing back the Spiders, the Municipals. I don't know; that's terrible. And the Guardians. Um, one thing that they do know is they are not going to have anything that is associated with Native American themes or connotations. So it's not going to be Warriors or anything like that. So. I don't know. I'm so going for to... Cleveland
3: and Cleveland that's what I'm going for Clevy McCleave
0: face. Yeah. So that's so that's what I was going to ask you guys. Like, if if you were in charge, are you guys having any ideas? Like, what would you think would be a cool idea for Cleveland, or what do you guys think of the whole situation? I mean, I, I, I mean personally, I you know, in in the world that we live in. Uh, I think a lot of the teams and a lot of the schools um, and everything like that are switching to it. So I personally think it's a cool thing to incorporate the fans, incorporate social media. So it almost seems like you have a say in what they're going to name, kind of like I mentioned with the Seattle Kraken.
1: Didn't they have an issue in like the late 1970s, early 80s, where they had a river start on fire because of like some pollution or something like that? Pretty sure they did. Dennis Kucinich, I think he was a congressman for a while. Uh, it was the mayor there when it happened. It was a huge joke because Cleveland was, like, the butt of all national jokes because of that. <laughs> so they should name, you know, like, the river fires or
0: something like that. I was going to say,
2: Cleveland Firewaters. The fire
0: there you go. Ooh. And then they could they could start naming whiskeys after them. Cleveland is
1: not, as you know, a very respected town if you're not from there.
0: The uh, K- K- uh, Cuyahoga River caught fire at least a dozen times. <laughs> yeah.
1: So. Ah. That How did that happen? Out. Yeah. The river but, caught fire.
0: Think of that. But, but sure. nobody cared until 1969. So uh, despite this, is this is something I just looked up on Smith, uh, the I will just show okay. you. Uh, yeah. Look look at this. Despite being in the small no previous fire, the river blaze in Cleveland 50 years ago became a symbol for the uh, environmental movement. And uh, yeah, just not. I mean, that river is on fire. That Drew Imagine. Carey's full of crap.
2: Imagine <laughs> turning on your tap. Like that draws from the river and all of a sudden fucking fire. Look at that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Just oil slick. They dump that in there and just nothing but oil.
2: That's awesome.
0: It was a 30-minute fire extinguished by land-based fire mines and city boats. Extinguished
2: by water underneath the fire.
0: It was (laughs) $50,000 in damage back in 1969. Railroad bridges and everything else just had some. uh... Yeah. No, that's a look at that. So because of the civil war it turned Cleveland into a manufacturing city almost overnight and a uh, hundred miles across the Ohio that emptied into Lake Erie. Yeah. Just not a, not That's a good thing. Look at that. That's crazy. Oh yeah. You gotta think they ha- they didn't have the EPA stuff we do now. So, I
3: mean, there's no. there's no way that they regulated it. Look at this in 1868, 1883, 1887, 1912, 1922,
0: 1936, 1941, 1948 and
2: 1952, the river caught fire. I wonder if, Maybe hot dam is made from that river.
0: Oh. In
1: fact, oh. to your point, point beer bro, EPA was started under in the Nixon administration in the early 70s. Yeah, yeah. Probably a big reason uh, why.
2: Probably on the heels of that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Two things. Stat of the day. This was sent to me somehow randomly about a Cleveland Indian player uh, by, uh, or you put it on Facebook, my buddy Johnny Wilson. Ray Caldwell. Listen to this fantastic thing. A Cleveland Indians pitcher from nineteen 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 to twenty-one. He was struck by lightning in the ninth inning of the Indians' debut on eight twenty four, nineteen nineteen. 1919. And the debut. He finished the game after being revived. The fucker died and kept pitching. That is a man. That
0: is a man. That and LeBron man. James gets hit in the eye and he lays down for what they, uh, they, like they for
1: Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. Like no. How bad longer. is it gonna be for Cleveland that he, he can even, even die?
2: LeBron's a pussy compared to this guy.
3: Yeah, well, that's I to say. LeBron, LeBron dies over you know somebody's wrong opinion, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's my, that's my statement. So this
2: guy <laughs> later, this guy later had enough uh, fire inside of him. Probably Firewater pitches a no hitter in New York seventeen days later, and won twenty games for the nineteen twenty World Champion Cleveland Firewaters.
0: Yes, I'm, and that could wow. stick.
2: Stat of the day.
0: Wow, Brandon, what are you thinking for a name?
1: You know, I'm thinking, uh, River of Fire. No, you know, Cleveland. Uh, I don't like. You know, obviously, I think the name that you had probably has some Native American connotations or something. So I'm not going to touch on that one. But um, the uh, Logan. But um,
2: you're probably right. I'm sure it'll it would offend somebody. Yes. Well, it's I, 2021. I have respect for everybody. I literally ready. got
1: I literally got canceled for saying I didn't like cookies with sugar uh, frosting on top. So you know, it is what it is. It's 2021. Right. People are going to offend for I like the Spiders, though. I like the Spiders' name. It's an old-school uh, throwback, and I don't think go yep. no wrong it's with that What about play- the
0: Seattle Naps, as they once were? The Seattle Naps? They were once the Seattle Naps for a little bit, yes. They play in Seattle? Or uh, Cleveland, sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I was thinking Seattle Kraken school in my head. Was that
2: a nickname they had after Nap Blassois or LeJoy? Because he played for the Indians. Could have been. It might have been, because I think he played and then became a manager, and he was uh, – I think they – you know, kind of had that nickname. Anyways, last thing. Check this out. So I counted today. I have 118 to 120 baseball gloves in my house.
0: So you didn't count I'm, very well.
2: What's that? Right, well, I, I might, one or two might be moved.
0: No glove, no love.
2: <laughs> All right. right. There, so obviously two fingers. Um, Is
1: that Honus Wagner's done? You the wear month? it like
2: that. This, this thing's old. Man, another that's, one. It's small. Imagine catching a baseball with this thing. Like from a, you know, like if you're a kid, you could do it. But if someone fires a 80 mile an hour baseball at you,
1: like I mean, that's, that, that's got to be from the 30s or 40s, dude. How old is
2: that? Uh, I don't know, but you're you're right. Um,
1: I mean, that's some like Ty Cobb, like yes, hundred year old picture looking. Yeah. yeah, I mean, imagine trying to catch even an eighty mile an hour fastball from right. something. Oh like. yeah,
3: like that's the picture you see of like the the guys wearing like the tattered uh, long pants, you know, and and standing out there. It's war torn. It's got the sepia tone to it.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. What's like, up, Jake? Like we're this, talking. Uh, we're talking a, baseball. Look at these old gloves.
2: This is a Spalding. That's how long Spalding has been around.
0: It's wow. Walter Johnson's bat. Was, yeah, probably. And I was I was telling the Beard Bro earlier, I said what we're going to need to do. I said one of these days I'll have to figure out how to get some equipment over there and a better laptop and stuff. And I'd love to take this show that we're doing and potentially have it in his basement because he has a bar down in his basement that's made with baseball bats, old baseball bats. And then, like he just mentioned, he has a wall. And when I say a wall, it's a wall, it's an actual wall filled with baseball gloves from new to old a present, some stuff that he's bought, some that have never been used, and uh, yeah. yeah, it's 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 just really cool and make a really cool um, thing. And I actually did, uh, I actually did TikToks for him on his iPhone three or whatever he has. It's oh, it's a five. My bad. Um, with his wall and, and kind of showcasing some of the stuff too. So Look at first the generation material. iPhone one.
2: The, the difference in material, yeah, where they come, like to this, it's crazy. Yes. Yeah, so, so uh, I have uh, fun fact for
3: you because I looked it up just now. Uh, Rawlings was 1887, and uh, Spalding
2: was 1876. Wow! Well done. So there you go.
0: Wow. Well done, sir. Wow!
2: Look the, at that. You can actually. i on, on the Google machines. Yes. On this, the, the three-fingered one, it actually has three different patents listed on it. So I'm sure you could go back and figure it some out. And then, of course, this and the, the reason I have all these is I like the history that they might represent, like. Somebody somebody used this a lot. Oh, yeah. And it has actually a name, Gaiman's, Uh see.
0: What's crazy is Robert. somebody used that glove more than probably 12% of right. youth combined use their gloves these days.
2: Right. Like, it, this is Robert or Rupert Guymond. It Somebody, like, you know, etched it with a knife or whatever in it. So... Thanks, Guyman.
0: Yeah, thanks to the Gaiman family. If you know that person, maybe they were related, maybe that used to be their glove, you're not going to get it back unless the price is really well. But we'd love to hear the story um, about that and, you know, who they were. So make sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, most of them apparently (laughs) lost fingers on the farm. Yeah. Yeah, so have you guys seen the movie 61?
2: Uh, Favorite baseball movie. Second favorite baseball movie ever. What's the first? Uh, Field of Dreams.
1: Which is where? That's right, here
2: in
0: Iowa. Iowa. Oh, yeah, I, I forgot. I yeah, I forgot. I was like, that's not in Nebraska. <laughs> no. No, it's definitely not. I forgot you moved. Yeah. So, um, You're yeah.
1: From Nebraska, not much is there anymore.
0: Ooh, field dude. of dreams. Yeah, absolute classic. Dude, dude. <laughs> Go ahead. I was going <laughs> to say,
3: we actually have the, uh, I got one for you. So, uh, so just up the road from us here, an hour in Missouri, uh, there's actually the Boyer brothers. Uh, who actually started out in baseball and uh, seven brothers out of Alba, Missouri. They ultimately all went on. They were all drafted to play major league or minor league baseball, um, and then two of which uh, hit home runs in the same World Series. And uh, my friend now, uh, her name is Tiff Artinger. Uh, shout out to Tiff uh, over yeah, at Tiff. Uh, Beard Engine Brewing Company. Uh, Beard Engine Brewing Company. That she actually they they founded this whole brewery thing. Uh, in the same town, and she's actually now the mayor of this town. So she's bringing about a lot of like the the historical uh, facts about the town and she's kind of bringing it back, revitalizing it, which I thought was really awesome because uh, that was probably the one biggest contribution I can make to the baseball episode. Uh, oh. the Boyer Brothers. So, so just up the have, road from us. Uh,
2: the Boyer Brothers, I believe, are Ken and Cleet. That's mm-hmm. right I think I think that's right.
3: Let's see here. I'll look it up. I'll Google it Google Google.
0: yeah there was a uh, yeah it's, it's funny how these
2: they're, fr- they're from Missouri uh, let's see relatives brother of cloyd cloyd Cleet, and Ken all played in the majors. Yep. There you wow. go. 1927. could you imagine the
0: be- it, these days, let alone having seven kids and then having seven kids actually play at that kind of level. My, yeah.
2: Yeah. At that level—that's crazy. My great grandfather had eight other brothers, and they all played on a baseball team known as the Lattice Air Nine. They played up around here, and then barnstormed through the through the state and up in Canada, and uh, they were pretty pretty popular. That naturally is where the love of baseball in my family came from.
0: Yep. Yep. And uh, oh, he went to school with Ben Zobrist. Nice. Mm-hmm. What's up, Silky Stroke? Congratulations. Um, one year. He he had a, a obviously a stroke. It was a terrible event. He has been battling, and the year progress that you made, my dude, is amazing. And I know it was just the one year anniversary, so congratulations. Keep up the work. I know there's still work to be done, but we're fucking proud of you, man.
1: Congrats. Yeah, dude.
0: Just an man. amazing inspirational story. Uh, make sure you guys check out you know his social media's TikTok, and everything. He did a really really um, emotional video. Like I got a little choked up watching. Just oh it's wild. Absolutely wild, so um, yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. You know, good things, good things to come, man. Proud of, uh, proud, proud to call you a bearded brother. That is for sure. So nine thirty two, we usually do what is called the Drunk Engineers segment by Joe Myers, but Joe's not here. We don't usually do it on this show, but either way, I want to throw it out there. Drunk Engineers, you guys can check them out at DrunkEngineers.ca. All right, just another excuse to drink. They are home of the Pump Action Shotgun Tool. Here is the shop. They got the original pump and pump action shotgun tool only 25 bucks. They're going to be doing the slim one. So anybody that drinks, you know, 55s or any of those seltzer style drinks, you guys can drink them faster. They got a new shirt, work hard, crossed out, play hard. Then they have the flag back in stock. And uh, if anybody wants to be uh part of the brand rep, you can sign up there, contact them. They, are just amazing, amazing dudes. That's Kevin right there. He's been on the show. He's showing off that sweet watch. He's pounding or fake pounding. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he is. These guys will. And free shipping for orders, $60 or more. Use code BEARDLAWS if you want to save some money, I'm pretty sure. And if it doesn't save you any money, then just pay full price. But just a really, really cool tool from a real cool company. And I figured that's a cool segue to uh, to start talking about kind of the uh, the booze portion of sure. the show. That was the baseball one. The Beard Bro got through it. I'm super proud of you. and um, And anybody watching, you guys got through it. I know baseball to a lot of people is a boring sport unless you're really into it. And uh, I know, like, Logan and myself, when we go to games and we find ourselves at a pro game, we're those dorks that are, like, keeping the book while the game's going. So, we're drinking a beer and keeping the book. and that's what we do. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Which out, nerds. But, uh, I don't know. It's just something we do. We have a passion for it. He still continues to coach at his um, – high school where he went to high school. He did graduate. I know he doesn't look it, but he did graduate and he continues to coach there. I had the pleasure of coaching in the district for a little bit before I decided to uh, just kind of take a break and pursue more of the beard laws and the family life and stuff. So baseball is definitely a thing that we're we're excited to talk about.
1: If I could just briefly say, uh, I think that's what makes baseball such a great sport for those who who don't like it or don't understand it? It's one of those sports where, when you're keeping score like that, you got the scorecard. It's something that's passed on from your father, from your grandfather. It's, it's, you don't do that with basketball or, or football or any other sport. I mean, it's something okay. that's really kind of, kind of close. And then definitely, America, definitely old school Americana that you just don't get with anything else.
0: You don't? Yeah. Yep. And, and that's, it's,
2: yeah. It's it stayed for the most part fairly traditional after all these years, which is what I really like about it. Um, and, Honestly, I, I like the even MLB they're not so entertainment based. I mean yeah, they make millions and millions of dollars but when you, when you when you go when you go to a game it's they, they don't shove it in your face that's why,
0: like, um,
1: he's got behind him by the way my God.
0: yeah, there's so many and and that's um one of the first beard oil scents that I created was one I wanted to do something that I loved. One, I had to do something that Logan was going to love, and I wanted our passions to kind of mix, and it was called the Put Me In Coach. And it is – it smells like you walk onto a baseball field. It's just got that leather. It just smells like grass. Like It smells like – without the popcorn, the the stale beer, the pretzels and stuff like that, like the actual – you walk onto a field, whether it's at a high school field, a college field. uh, uh, Michael played – college ball for five years nice. um apparently the education wasn't great so you got an extra year kidding <laughs> uh, uh but uh, uh just yeah. just, just, a, just a cool thing and that's what that's a scent that that i was truly passionate about it was the first one that that uh that i did and uh yeah so grimlock i'm not gonna i'm not gonna let you do one alone so for anybody that doesn't know i know the pump action shotgun segment is over what you do is you tilt it down it so you me. get a little bit of an air bubble all right then you push it to you you're going to see a little bit of a smoke. That's a good thing. And you push it down until you hear it click. Do you hear that click? If you didn't, well, it sounds like a click. Spin the tool. Don't spin the beer. All right, if you spin the beer, it's going to make an absolute mess. And then if you guys have, like, some cool sayings or something. Beer, bro, you got, like, a cool little, like, cheers that you do before any drinks or anything? You know what? I I actually don't,
3: I, okay. which is crazy because I would think I would. But uh, maybe y'all can help me develop that. So.
0: Okay, uh, yeah, everybody in the chat, let's come up with a cool, or whether it's one that you use or one that we create custom for the show, uh, uh. We'll, just, we'll just say cheers, I guess. So, cheers, everybody! Drunk Engineers dossier. Use code uh, Beardlaws and uh, Grim. This, this is this is for you. And Joe Myers, I know you're not watching, even though you should. Uh, this one's for you. Get her in, your kid.
2: I like to address my beer. Hello, beer, and then I drink it. That was
0: good. That's good. That was delicious. That was very smooth. I, Nice room temperature beer. That was the first one I've ever done. Hmm. Oh, yeah. wow. Well, good job. I believe I that to, totally.
1: Since we're moving to beer and booze, I had a friend who would who would go buy a twelve pack or whatever pack, and he would keep it out of the refrigerator and he would like it room temperature. Doesn't matter the kind of beer. Doesn't matter what. I can't get down like that. It's got to be ice cold.
3: Yeah, I, I, I knew get- a guy who actually kept a twelve pack in his truck. Because then after he got done with work, he would go over, and midsummer, midsummer, it could be 90 degrees outside.
1: Oh, man. And he
3: would go over to his truck, he would pull out a warm beer, and just sit there and just drink it. Just just like you and I would drink one out of the fridge. And that man scared the ever-loving bejesus out of me. So, <laughs> because... There's nothing right
0: about that. Right. So I'm the type of guy. I'm not going to lie to you. If you look over there, and Logan can look to his right, I'm going to look yep. to my left. There's there's a couple of thirty packs of my favorite beer, Miller Lite. If you're watching, feel free to send some. But if not, I'll continue to buy it. Last place I went, it was twenty five, twenty five where I get it. Um, okay. But yeah, I'm the same guy. I, I like it room temperature. I it sits there because Logan and other people like it cold. I do put some in the fridge. I'm not a I'm not I'm a good host. But yeah, I grew, And the reason I think that this caught on for me is because. When I was growing up, and we all go through these phases, Dad, if you're watching, you already know. But um, I used to steal—I used to steal beer from Dad, and he got sick of me stealing his beer, and then having to replace it and put it back in the fridge. So he's like, "I'll show him." So he started leaving the beer out room temperature and drinking it out of like a frozen glass. So Mm. I got used to drinking room temperature beer. And for me, like even when I drink anything cold, like I only really, honestly drink booze and water. Like I'm not a soda guy; I don't drink anything. And coffee, love coffee. But when I drink something cold, all I taste is cold. When I drink, even yes, Miller Lite is Miller Lite, or it's a light beer, you can call me a pussy, whatever. I love Miller Lite. It's a great like everyday driving car, is how I uh, refer to it. It's my everyday reliable car. Yes, every once in a while. Yeah, and and every once in a while, I like to bust out the sports car, get something a little fancier, and have a great beer. Yes, I appreciate it, but it's my everyday. And When I even drink that, like I taste more of a flavor and it tastes more like a beer to me than just cold. You know what I mean? And that's
2: that's just that's how I I
0: am. I'm different. I'm built different.
2: It says right on the can, it's a fine Pilsner. And I'm going to take the goddamn word for it. Miller Lake, great taste, less filling, a great call, a fine Pilsner, whatever you want to say, this shit be good.
0: Yes, and uh, so right here, Kentucky Beer Guy, IPA and Lagers, he also drinks close to room temperature. I, I, like,
2: I like room temp because for kind of the same reason, like mornings after a after bonfire, you'd wake up, 16, 17, whatever, You wake up after bonfire, and you got dry mouth because you drank four beers and got shit-faced, whatever, and then you look down and you're like, oh, all I have is beer left. Like, boom, you drink it
0: absolutely yeah. so so while we're t- we're on the beard topic uh beer not beard uh so let's uh w- if what, what's kind of one of your guys go-to beers i know you like miller light but if you were to go a different you know labat's blue. blue okay yeah brandon
1: so there are a couple i remember a friend of mine who was a great friend my 21st birthday she took me out to uh, drinking and she says you gotta try this beer when you pour it into a glass and let it breathe. It tastes like fruity pebbles. Lion Kugel sunset.
0: Beauty. Oh, I was gonna say Lion Kugel. Mm-hmm. I know it. I it's got a,
1: it's, a blue, it's kind of a blueberry, but it's it's yeah. It's got, a, it's got a, a an aftertaste that tastes like fruity pebbles when you let it breathe, and it's it's really great. That's that one, and then another one would be um, oh oh um. Oh, why am I forgetting it? I'll, I'll go on to the next person. I'll remember it. I apologize. All right,
0: that's the uh, the beer. I want to try Rainer. I have so many people. That always tell me how awesome Rainer is. I've never had it. I need to try it. So the Beard Bro. Oh, you you remembered?
1: Michelob Golden Light.
0: Interesting. Never had. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Awesome. Beard Bro, what do you got? And I know hey, this is a tough one for you.
3: Well, so, so it's funny because, you know, you mentioned the whole Miller Light thing. I've got that here. Um, I think if I were just going for something, uh, especially if I'm going to the lake or something like that, i uh, probably going to smash a few PBRs. Honestly, uh, uh, I'm just gonna go just trash yeah. beer with there, and I, and I say trash beer in a loving way because a lot of people discredit it, and uh, honestly, I could I could go through a few, you know. Uh, we well, took it I out. I drink a New lot North of PBR. Cluster.
0: Yeah, I oh, drank yeah. a lot until the prices went up because it kind of got known as the hipster beer, and they started yeah. selling so much because of that kind of hipster. And I say it because I, mm-hmm. it's just a saying that you know people. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's something that um, yeah.
3: Yeah, there's a. I would say there's that. Uh, probably one of my favorite beers I ever had, uh, just of, of all time. Uh, Callahan's uh, Pub out in San Diego. Um, I believe it was out in the, uh, I think it was near Mesa area. Uh, there's, Cal- uh, there's Callahan's Pub, and they had a blueberry wheat uh, beer, and it was phenomenal it was the Mm -hmm. best unfortunately callahan closed a couple years back Uh, um so that won't happen anymore unless somebody you know finds their recipe and if anybody watching this knows someone who took their recipe and is continuing to brew it let me know please
0: please Uh, i will
3: pay you to ship me some because that's glorious um but yeah and then my final one is i'll always fall back to a boulevard
0: wheat love my boulevard from kansas city so speaking of kansas city have you had this yet I have not had that one yet. This is Warbeard from Walnut River Brewing. I don't think it's Kansas City, but it's in Kansas. And Mm -hmm. a good dude um, from Green Room Productions, who uh, I actually have a couple of prints on the wall from, does amazing art, is part of the Talking Beards Network as well, Um, hooked me up with a six-pack of this, and it's fantastic, mostly because it has a sweet beard. But, uh, yeah, this is from uh, El Dorado, Kansas.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so funny enough, it's El Dorado, as far as the, oh. the locals are concerned, um, which is really low. Uh, it, it's kind of out in the, mm, I don't know, it's about an hour and a half from where I grew up at and everything. it's also nice. very close to a town called Gaffs, Kansas. Uh, yes, G-A-S. And if you look at the water tower, it says Gas, Kansas,
2: um, <laughs> which is pretty
3: fantastic. That, uh, yes. the town is so tiny that also the other joke that uh, I'm sure they hate hearing is the fact that if you are driving through there and you blink at the wrong time, you'll pass gas and not know it. Mm. Thank you. Nice. All right. I'll see myself out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you'll uh, you'll have to, you'll have to try that out. If, if you come across it, and let me know what you think about it. If you're into the Irish reds, I, I love oh, an Irish I red, a good one. And uh, it was good. It was good. We tried them the other day for the first time. So again, shout out, Josh from Green Room Productions, appreciate you, my dude. I like
2: yes. any German beer too. Like a Hefeweizen, I I will pound the ever loving shit <laughs> out of a good German lager.
0: Ja. All right. So let's oh he's oh, got a he's got a German oh, wait Lager
2: Four. No, not a German. Not a German,
3: but I will say a local brew that so far, according to my friends, overdose our beer company, which, by the way, uh, total happenstance. I promise I didn't wear I want, this hat on purpose. Happen.
0: Yeah, that hat's but awesome. I, will say, I need that. I need that hat in my life.
3: Uh, so. well, you know, we can hook you up with that.
0: So, it's not the one that you're wearing. BDC, that's probably sweaty.
3: Uh, no, I just got a, lot a couple weeks ago. BDC in a, 2021
0: yeah, is that I like, like named after the local uh, high school? Barrel double cream stout. Oh, and uh, I I'll like tell you name. What
3: man? People have driven so far, according to the folks over at Ozark. People have driven all the way from north of Chicagoland. To pick this beer up, they made a trip out of it, but they knew that this beer was releasing on these dates, and they pre-ordered it. You could only get it on the Ozark Beer Company uh, website. You had to buy it, uh, twenty-five bucks for a four-pack, but it's uh, it's worth every penny and more. That better, honestly, that
2: better get me drunk and jerk me off, five bucks. Um, <laughs> I or not it get you too drunk that you, you can't. Right.
0: Well. Yeah, so uh, what we'll, what yeah, do, we could play. talk all day on beer. Let's um, I know let let's switch over to the um, the kind of the you know the the whiskey slash whatever. And I know Nick has been trying to get this question out, so I want to get here. Um, what's your favorite bourbon or whiskey? I see you got Angles Envy behind you. Is that Dude. your favorite, or which is bourbon and whiskey? Mm-hmm.
3: So uh, realistically, yes, there are actually two things that are behind me, uh, uh, and I. Oddly enough, did not mean to put them side by side, but uh, yes, I would say my very favorite uh, bourbon that I've had so far is definitely the Angel's Envy. Um, I'll pull it out here for you guys. I don't know if you guys have had this one yet or not, but this is the uh, this is the Port expression. So it is actually aged in port wine barrels, oh. and guys, uh, the the smell of it is phenomenal. But like you can smell the nice, uh kind of the grapeish uh smell to it. Uh, but then also oh, whenever no. you start drinking it, it is so smooth. Uh my personal favorite way to drink that would be to pour a glass, let it sit for a couple minutes, uh, maybe add just uh one large ice cube, uh, and just let it chill very, very lightly. Um, it brings out just a little bit of that caramely, uh, a little almost brown sugary kind of a, a note to it in, in my tasting. Uh, right. Some people would disagree. Some people would think otherwise. That's fine um, because everybody's tastes are different. Um, yes. Yep. Yeah. But uh, that's, that's definitely, I would say my number one at this time would be Angel's Envy, the port expression. Uh, I love nice. that. And my favorite uh, rye right here is next to it. And uh, that's the dad's hat rye out of Pennsylvania. Oh, um, see if I can get this thing to focus. There we go. hey Straight rye, Hey-o. rye Uh Oddly enough. I I'm very impressed by this one uh I don't think of Pennsylvania when I think of rye whiskey but I tell you what uh this one truly surprised me extremely smooth uh great flavor to it and I picked this one up it's a 75 dollars bottle and I or 73 I think it is uh, but I picked up like 20 bucks on their uh, opening weekend. Whenever it wow. was a, a, a local liquor store did a single barrel pick, and so they put it on deep discount uh, to try and get that, some of it moving.
0: That is wild. Nice. nice. So it's what scary. we're going to be doing too, each week is Logan and or myself. Well, not at the bow time, but we are going to pick up something that we've never tried before and kind of have it as the featured bottle of the episode maybe we'll roll it out at the beginning and then uh whatever but we'll, we'll figure that out so well, logan went out and uh he's got the the featured bottle of the week
2: so tell us day. about it uh as far as never tried before our our liquor stores are limited so i've basically tried just about everything And the bottom of the glass part of my bar will tell you that because they're all empty and there's like 50 bottles there but anyways we will try and do a whiskey of the week so this one uh, because of this is Beard Laws, we're going with Bubba's.
0: Look at that beard. It kind of looks right. like Brandon, but if Brandon had a bigger beard and glasses in that cool yeah. hat, I could see it. And was in ZZ Top.
1: I was going to say, looking like the basis from ZZ Top.
0: Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so Bubba's, let's see. Spirit whiskey with natural flavors. Bubba's adds special fixings to his spirit whiskey to make this tasty liquor. He likes to drink he likes to mix it in drinks, though he has been known to swig it straight up. And then, according to Surgeon General warnings, and...
0: do not drink if you are pregnant. Do not if drink pregnant. if you are driving. Do not drink if you plan to make twelve babies tonight. That's fact. Mm-hmm. So what he is going to yeah. do is he is um, he's he's going to pour a little samples. We oh, are going to take to
2: do samples. <laughs>
0: Yes, and you, you, Logan was a bartender in his past life, and uh, so yes, we have. Oh yes, samples. Yep, samples. Those, those are samples.
2: Samples, sipping drinks. I like sipping. to say. So we're gonna. Well, I'll hand it to you there, bud. Well, I just. Yeah, there, you there, there you go. All right, so we'll give kind of our first impressions on this. So if I, I, I've drank this before, but I was aside from one sip at work. Sorry, boss. Um
0: <laughs>
2: I've been really. I've been drinking. Prior, so now the first taste. And so, this is by um, yeah.
0: so this is Bubba's, right? Is Bubba's, Bramire's. Uh, no, this isn't, it's is not,
2: Secret Stills.
0: I was, I was just gonna pull up a little bit of the history of it, but uh, it's uh, it's from Idaho, from Bubba's Secret Stills, and uh, yeah, it's according to it's apparently a secret recipe. They work together to make it um, classified under the general category of alcohol by U.S. law. Perfectly suited for infusing the southern-style flavors that give the spirit its unique character. Try Bubba's as a shot or in a drink with cola, orange juice, milk, or other mixtures.
2: No, no,
0: I don't think milk. I would mix it with no, any of no, those.
2: Milk in it? I mean, you could because I mean, if you smell that.
0: Let us get a smell. Tell me what your first impression is. Uh
2: you can smell maple cotton
0: candy. Very much so. Wow. Uh Meg, I know you're watching. Really? Uh, yes. Very oh, yes. I it smell it.
2: Open to get a hit of the flavor, then small set move around and and your, your young tongue. Okay, to so, so that's what we're gonna stuff, do. We're gonna sniff enough.
0: it with your mouth open. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't do both.
2: <laughs> okay, I did it.
0: <laughs> wow, have you guys ever tried that before? If you ever tried to smell something with your mouth open. You guys,
2: you have. Oh, wonderful! And you actually can get the a little taste on your okay upper. Brandon, is you?
1: I'm literally
0: trying as you as you. (laughs) (laughs) that's a first for me. Okay, then small (laughs) sip. Smell it, Brandon. Smell it. Okay, small sip. Cheers, everybody. Cheers.
1: That was more than a sip, Logan. Oops. (laughs)
0: Oops. <laughs> so I, I I moved around my tongue to get the true taste. All
1: right. First impression.
0: And what do you get? So I um I I what I love is it does. It, there's no burn. You know what I mean. It, it you get the flavors of it, and I still get. And it, I don't know if it even is maple or cotton candy, but it reminds me of maple cotton candy. It smells. It tastes hmm. like it smells, which is cool. But there's no burn like sometimes in in this this is no lie this isn't like a super expensive bottle what's it it average probably 20 30 bucks i'd imagine um roughly
2: this was 22 so 20
0: yeah so 20 about 20 22 bucks so it's not you know something like a 75 but sometimes with a little less expensive one it seems like you are flavorless and it kind of has that burning sensation you know like a shot i didn't get that Hmm. with that
2: right at all I'm not a huge fan of flavored uh, whiskey, honestly. Uh, but I do like this one. I remembered that I did like it. That's why I bought it and because of the beard. Um, Is it
0: coming back now?
2: But it, yeah. A little bit. But I do <laughs> – I, I like I like having a little bit of burn. Like it makes me feel like a man, I guess, when I drink the whiskeys. Um, exactly. I'm like, yeah, Fuck yeah. Um, but this is this is good. I feel like we should I...
0: rate we should rate them on on uh, what are we doing weekly whiskeys or whatever the right.
2: seven sips. Everybody knows the rules.
0: Seven sips. Um, what are we going to we're going to rate it out of 10 All right, out of 10 out of 10. I, I just want to know what the I would love to know what, what, the, um, what the flavor profile is on this. I didn't see it on the intranets yet. Well,
2: it's because it's a secret. I know
0: it's a secret, well, but there's got to be somebody that somebody with a better palate is what I'm saying. I got a terrible palate. <laughs> All right.
3: I... So it says uh, obvious notes of
0: brown sugar,
3: but also flavors like cinnamon and vanilla, uh, yeah. which I, I think is honestly pretty pretty standard across a a, a certain class of whiskey. Um, yeah. Brown sugar is definitely a, not a, a super common one. But I know cinnamon and vanilla kind of depending on how they age it and, you know, what the additives are. The
0: brown sugar, now that you say it, I don't feel like I get a lot of cinnamon.
3: Yeah. That was probably the cotton candy note you were kind of starting to pick up on was that sugary sweetness to it. I'm not drinking that, by the way. I'm totally drinking something else, but I wanted to have a glass in my hand, so it worked.
2: Sorry. Um, So you you want to go first? You want me to go first?
0: Yeah, um, I'm gonna go first, right, you go so first. you can't see my rating. Okay. So we're gonna go one through ten. Everybody knows that I'm kind of a tough judge, especially with the beards and everything. I'm gonna give this a um, I'm gonna give this a four point one. Okay, I'm gonna give it a four point one only because when I think uh, whiskey, like you, I, I mm-hmm. want I, I think that burning. I think not these kind of flavors. Like when I'm thinking whiskey, I don't want to think maple cotton candy. But to their, you know, if, if it, uh, granted, it's a secret recipe. And if it is, you know, brown sugar, vanilla, that's there. It's prevalent. Mm-hmm. It tastes good.
2: It does taste It's good. smooth. It's very smooth. It,
0: it's, and granted, we're, we're drinking at room temperature. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm going to, and, and it's not like saying 4.1 is terrible because how I rate things is there's never going to be a 10. If you're in a nine, it is outstanding. One of the best that I've ever had. Eight is very, very, very good. Sevens are solid. He's like, he's like dead. Yeah, you know, Attack. sixes are still really good. Fives, you know, like if, if I hated it, it would have been an instant like one or two. So 4.1 right. 4. for me, especially being the first one that we're doing.
2: Sure. You got to leave a lot of room for improvement. Oh, yeah. You can't, you know, you can't four, start with the grand slam. You got to get people on base first.
0: Well,
1: 4.1, that's batting 400. That's not
2: bad. Exactly. It's not bad. It's, exactly. it's not bad. So I'm
0: interested off my rating, what number popped in your head first? And are you going to change it? Or are you going to stick with what you thought?
2: I uh, will I'll I was going to go with a five. Here's why.
0: Rookie score. <laughs> it's, in the, it's in the middle. I don't want to
2: offend anybody. I could not get drunk on this. Yeah. I mean, I mean I, I, obviously I could if I drank. <laughs> right? If I drank enough, I can get drunk on it. But you couldn't
0: stomach enough to get that I drunk on it. I couldn't stomach
2: enough to get, to get drunk on this. I could have two or three of these, and then I'd have to move on to something, and I would still feel way sugared up. However... Taste-wise, and if you were to put this with a mixed drink or pour it over ice cream, which is kind of milk, but it's not, um, you could get down with, like, all right, let's say you're out to dinner and you're having a mixed drink or two because you have to drive home with the wife. You could get down with, like, two glasses of this kind of thing. Um, and I will also rate that it's it's worth the cheap amount that it is, Yes. Um, inexpensive. Inexpensive. Yep. I um, say cheap amount. Inexpensive. Um, it's it, something. It, it's it, a really good party shot because yes, you can give this to your friends and they're not drinking your eighty dollars worth of good stuff.
0: No, I think it's a mm-hmm. great a great shot or two. Cheers um, to Bubba's secret Yeah, still, yeah, still. yeah. Go ahead, Brandon.
1: So at a four point one and a five, whose shelf is it going to sit on for ten years?
0: Nobody's.
2: At my house, God, no. This will be. This will be. So you're,
1: gonna, you're gonna finish it. You're gonna finish that supplement. Oh, We'll finish it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I bought two others. One of them was Noble Oak that will taste. Uh, oh, spoiler! In. And another one is a Bob. It's made from uh, Bob Dylan's distillery or sponsored by Bob Dylan. I can't remember exactly what it's called. I think it's Heaven's Door. It's freaking fantastic.
0: Fantastic.
2: Okay. And uh, KY bearded guy. It's <laughs> because it's funnier than saying Kentucky bearded guy. Ky, um, <laughs> you, <laughs> you mentioned four roses. You guys haven't ever had four roses. Four roses is fantastic.
0: Yep. So, That's so, um, so, when you guys are uh, Brandon, first of all, like, are you into like whiskeys or bourbons or any kind of liquor at all, or do you generally stay away from it? If I'm having a cigar, I will.
1: Um, yep. But uh, I'm not. I'm not normally a uh, a straight liquor or uh, spirits kind of guy. I'm mostly yep. a mixed drink kind of fellow.
0: Yep, People and
1: we know the or a Harvey Wallbanger and I'm happy.
0: Hell yep. yeah, yeah. And the beer bro, we know you are so one what's kind of something that you look for? You know, say that you were trying the bubba, uh the bubba spirit in like what would something that when you're going through your kind of rating, you're thinking of, you know, this like what what's kind of some things that you think through when you're when you're trying your whiskeys or or whatever? So, uh one, I I,
3: I definitely so I compare a lot whenever I'm trying a new whiskey. I will try it out, you know, just, just straight. And then I'll also throw a little bit of water, throw a little bit of ice, uh, try it a couple different ways and everything. But I like to see how, uh, one, is specifically, like, kind of like, I'm a huge fan of caramelly notes. And so whenever, you know, and, and a lot of people, I think, kind of dwell on the fact that, uh, oh, it's caramel, oh, it's caramel, oh, it's caramel. And it's like, well, yeah, you kind of get that from the barrel aging uh, in most whiskeys, but I like to see how that expresses itself, uh, in a lot of different things because, uh, you know, different things that can come out, uh, well, I'll say this. I like, I like kind of taking something first, uh, taking a sip first, let it hang out and then let it, you know, take another sip and see what expressions come out in the second taste. Uh, so like the smoke wagon over here. Uh, so I've got the smoke wagon here. Uh, this one's really good. Uh, it's got that nice little bit of a savory kind of a, you know, I don't know if it'll focus in there we go. Uh, get a little savory to it. Um, you know, I think one of the biggest things I have actually been surprised by is how you can get uh, Calumet farms. They've got a leathery taste. Uh, this one it's an eight year. Um, I, no joke. It reminds me of a baseball glove in a good way. Like whenever you, whenever you actually taste it um, and even just smelling it, it smells like I just walked into a sports store, Um, like one of those nice small town sports stores where they make trophies in the back and they've got the the press machine that, you know, does your letters on your jerseys and everything. Um, It just reminds me of that. And so I love that nice kind of a, a clean flavor to it there, but also that kind of nostalgic note. Oh, what's like the, the yellow one? behind Woodford you? Reserve is also good. I just actually killed a bottle of Woodford uh,
0: yeah, last Woodford's week. Woodford's really good. Yes, it is. Um,
2: what's that yellow one behind
0: you? Oh, uh, he's been he's been wanting to show that oh, off. Show it off. Is that the I one we talked about, about earlier? We I showed it to you
3: earlier. It's on my. Uh, it, it's actually going to be. I can't remember if I shared it yet. I don't think I did. Uh, I took some photos of this one earlier. This is the American Barrel Kentucky Bourbon, and no joke, I know nothing, nothing about this whiskey whatsoever. Um, but the bottle, uh, if you know me, uh, <laughs> it's got the whole snake don't tread on me kind of look, and um, look it's got the uh, the shotgun shell look to it. American Barrels, it's got a little tiny. I like the just the embellishments to it here. It's got the leather wrap to it and everything. Um, so yeah, I I just wanna I wanna try that one soon. I I posted it on my. Well, I'm mean, sorry, I took some photos. I'm gonna post it here in a little while haven't tasted it yet but that's that's on the docket here so and yes
2: what's the other one the other yellow
3: other yellow this one
2: here there yeah i got sorry i said yellow that one yeah what's that one how did you see that's, that i don't know monkey shoulder I okay, anyway. that's, what I, that's what i thought it monkey was. shoulder so here yeah. so i was
3: that's, i was that's surprised by that. this one i like uh regular whiskey and everything and i've been getting into some different scotches um, uh, just, just trying to explore a bit. One that I was surprised by. I'll touch on it really quick just because we're here. Proper 12. Uh, is- I the whole Connor, Connor McGregor hype about it. I figured it would be like, Oh, whatever, you know, uh, good baseline kind of whiskey. I gotta say, I was thoroughly impressed by this one. Very good flavor to it. Yeah. Um, I will definitely be not letting that one run dry in this house. Uh, proper 12 will be a standard around here. Good. Uh, Here's my take uh, on that.
0: If a guy like Conor McGregor and I haven't personally tried it yet, but Conor McGregor, if he's going to put anything out, especially an Irish style whiskey, it has yep. to be good. Yep. Whether he knows about it or whether he doesn't, like you know, it has to be good. And uh, yep. it's um, I, I I have to try some sometime.
2: I don't it's I don't a, drink a lot of a Irish whiskey. whiskey. Yeah, I don't drink a lot of fucking whiskey. Awkward. I don't drink a lot of Irish whiskey. It's not really my thing. Uh, Jameson is huge around here. Everyone does shots of Jameson. I hate regular Jameson. I mean, I'll drink it, but I hate yeah. it. My buddy got me that for my birthday, and it literally oh, that bottle between me and my wife and he had like two lasted us two days. So I naturally had to go buy another one, and then it lasted just under a week. So I haven't bought it for a while for that reason.
0: And I'm a guy, too. I I love, love Jameson. But sometimes you get, and this is with anybody, especially in our area, some people drink too much of the Jameson. They think they're Conor McGregor, and all they want to do is, yeah, I don't know what it is about it. But uh, a lot of, Owensboro, Owensboro, Kentucky.
3: So uh, we got that there. Aged the minimum of a year and a day in new charred oak. So. It's simple whiskey. It's not, uh, you know, it's, what's funny is it's Kentucky bourbon. I'm very mildly uh, concerned with the fact that how did they call it Kentucky bourbon when it's aged a year and a day. But, uh,
0: <laughs> you know, I'll let their
3: lawyers handle that. So yeah. whatever. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> there was a, uh, another uh, company that I will say had a uh, bourbon, a coffee bourbon, um, which ooh. is technically illegal uh, because uh, the, the bourbon has very specific – uh, things that it has to hit to be a a bourbon, um, and you cannot add
0: uh, coffee to it. Today's yeah. your birthday, Laura. Laura, it's your birthday,
2: Happy so is birthday. your birthday
0: 6 4 2021 because like you're from the future, oh, that, right? That's
2: a good question.
0: So, or was or was your birthday on 6 3? We gotta know this.
2: Do you, do you still have some? Can you all right? You still got some? Yeah, you gotta so, do a shot for Laura.
0: Oh, absolutely. I'm gonna tell you though. Um, the, the second and third sips were, were better for me than the first. Okay. Yeah. I, and I really like, yeah, I got to ask you guys, like when you do the smell and the open mouth, is it normal to make a funny face? Cause I feel like I can't do it normally. <laughs> like I have to go. You have to go. Yeah. Like I got to make a funny face. Um, yeah. Okay. So actually you have the same birthday as uh beard gang actual. So That's yeah. It. Happy birthday, Laura. It's not beard gangs yet, but it's definitely yours. And, uh, yes. Dang. Happy
3: birthday. Happy birthday.
0: Happy birthday. Happy so birthday, uh, if anybody is joining us Jameson on this lovely Thursday night, all right, and yep. which is going to be this new kind of hangout, whether you're a dude, whether you're female, whether you're identify whatever, all right, come on here any Thursday. Hang out with us. We're going to be talking booze. We're going to be talking dude stuff. Maybe some baseball. Maybe we're just going to talk about beef jerky. Maybe we're going to talk about farting and pooping. I don't know. Either way, this is going to be free-flowing, and you're probably going to see the four of us. Uh, anytime the Beard Bro is available, love to have you back. Love to continue on. Brandon, you know you're always welcome whenever you are Absolutely. available. Logan. It's the novelty Boys, And, uh, yeah, so uh, let's everybody raise your glasses. And, uh, Laura, do you have any cool, like, sayings over in Wales? Oh, good one. <clears throat> that's what i want to know Ooh. first like is there a Ooh. saying in wales that we can learn tonight and say to you for your birthday because and no judgment if you want to rip shots at like eight in the morning or whatever time it is over there that's cool um but i was just it's after wondering. five here yeah yeah so it's technically friday oh yeah where she is yep she's from the future i mean that's why it's her birthday Nick. that's why it's her birthday you know you know you know you know well, I'll explain to you later. I know you're West Coast. She she's typing. It's only 7 o'clock. It's 7-7 where he is. No, nothing I know of. Well, let's let's ask the internet. Mm.
2: Um, Whales? Yes. Wales. So my Well, you guys are doing that. My last thing on Bubba's, and I like I like brandies. I, I will drink, again, uh, ginger brandy or blackberry brandy. I will drink that stuff. Of course, with, with a beer, when I have a cold, to cure myself. Um, but this reminds me a lot of a brandy.
0: Lactida, Did you see that uh, too? Uh, yakida. Is that how you say it? Yakida. Yes. It says it's
3: pronounced. Uh, it, it's sometimes anglicized to yakida.
0: Okay. So. So yakida means cheers in, in Wales and kind Wales. Of like us no. saying fucking. Duck. In Wales in Wales. That's how the Wales actually say it. They're like fucking
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wow. We really. <laughs> well, yeah. It is definitely fun. Is the, to the Irish talk would just say. Hey! 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 All right, so Fukit, Yakida. Happy birthday. <laughs> yep, he got it right.
2: Wow, well done, bud. Yep. Well done.
0: I would have definitely said Lectida. i mean, It looks
3: like that. Lectida, le- le- or maybe? It's
0: L-E-C-H-Y-D. Uh, but- <laughs> D-A. I got the da. I yeah. mean, da, da, da.
3: And I feel like... So this is one thing I take pride in, is the fact that I, I love... Uh, I don't understand, I don't speak a, a lot of different languages, but I love understanding dialects and kind of like the, the, the different tones. And so just looking at it, I'm like, yachida, right? It's it's not really like a Y, but it's kind of like a, a Jewish almost sound. It's kind of kind of yachida, you know? So... I feel like that'd be really
0: good. And not to and my mention, my light just died. So. Yeah, it's done. I saw that. It's yeah. done. Details. Over. When the lights go, go down, down with the beard, city. bro. Oh. Um, yeah, the well. Not only is the Welsh language a little bit mental. So are we? No, their oh. addresses. All right, Laura was like, "I want a mustache, man." I was like, "I got you." And it took us, it took me about a week to figure out how to send something to her. There was like city on city, but that's not a city, but that's not a state, but that could be a city, but you got to put the state where the city is. And then their zip codes are a whole bunch of letters with numbers and it's confusing. Yeah, I didn't get it. And she was like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, I don't know. Dude,
2: you were rapping that. You look like modest Yahoo.
0: <sighs> yeah.
2: Yeah. When he, when he was rapping that, he's got his hands going with the beard that you look exactly like Mata Shio.
0: Bears. Bears. So, um, real quick, all right, let's do an early June 3rd. Heard it at 10.10 10 p.m. right now live. Right back to the baseball. Who's going to win the World Series? One guess. We're just going to throw a random shout-out. We're allowed to go there and, um, Yeah we're 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 just going to throw a team out. Oh, you sent me this uh the Beer Bro sent me this thing. A uh, link. I had on. that last night. Oh incredible. my goodness. We we're going to we're going we're gonna to pick a guess and then we're we're going to go for it. I'm going to go I'm going I'll go first. I came up with the, it just kind of hit me. I'm going to go out. I'm going to say the Dodgers are going to repeat. All right. I'm gonna, I'm going to say it. I don't I don't want to be that guy that is going to but No,
2: that's fair. That's fair.
0: That's that's the first team that popped in my brain.
2: That's fair. Hmm.
0: And if any of you guys are ready, we don't have to go round table. Logan is just like
2: I know. I'm 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 Brandon's ready. ready. I'm ready for this.
0: Okay, Logan's ready. Go ahead.
2: I'm gonna say that this is the year that they finally pony up some money, get a star pitcher, trade for somebody, the Rays are gonna win the World Series.
0: Interesting. Okay. Okay, Dick Vitale would love that.
2: They're not supposed to win, baby.
0: He says the Cle- Cleveland Indians.
2: <laughs> By then, they'll be the Cleveland uh, Firewaters.
0: They can't change it mid-, mid. This could be the year uh, that they.
2: I don't know. They're under a lot of pressure to change that, like tomorrow.
0: Yeah, it's just- oh. All right, Brandon, All right. what are you thinking?
1: Well, uh, they're going to get some better pitching. They're going to get some uh, solidified, solidified pitching. They're going to break the postseason curse. Twenty-six years, the Braves.
2: Ooh. Okay. You do realize they're four games under five hundred right now, which obviously There's two doesn't games.
1: They're two games under five hundred.
2: Only 500. two. All right. My so
1: bad. Look how many runs they've scored,
0: and look how yeah. many the runs they've allowed. If they, they've you're lost. right
2: though. If, if they went out and got and got a a pitcher that's healthy, they could do it.
0: And I I, I want to hear this answer, and I I have a feeling what he's going to guess. You you know what I'm going with. The, the Pittsburgh Pirates.
3: Royals. Uh, uh, I gotta go with my Royals. Come on now. Boo! Uh, <laughs> yeah, are the- I gotta, I gotta stick
0: with them. I gotta stay true to them, you know. So, and so, let's go real quick.
2: Whoever put
0: it, this is, who we who, think are going to win. Whoever
2: trades for Max Scherzer.
0: Oh, uh, yes. So, so here, here's it's the thing wrong. that I want to throw out there, and and I know the Beard Bros answer. Who would you like to win? All right. And uh, he went the Royals. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go next because everybody's gonna say, Oh, you want your favorite team. Yes, obviously, but that's never gonna happen. So I'm not gonna have a root. Who I want to win realistically is I want the Padres. The Padres have a team that mm-hmm. I love to watch. It's boring baseball to many. Their pitching is outstanding, their hitting is mediocre, but they're winning games three one, two one, two nothing. Like that's the kind of baseball I personally love. And they have some great, great talent. I'd love to see the Padres Win it,
1: yep. That NLS I, is pretty stacked too.
0: Yes, I. That's, I'll even give you that one.
3: I would love yep. to see my Royals win, but a Padres win would be nice.
0: Yep, And Oakland, you know that's a team with the, with their whole mentality that
2: I want to. I'm a Jays fan, and I the Jays are going to win next year. So I, as much as I, the Cardinals were my grandfather's team, and I want to see Yadier Molina win. One more before he Yaddy,
0: yaddy, yaddy, he yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. <laughs> That's
2: funny, <laughs> but honestly, for baseball and just for uh for redemption because MLB has fucked them over and Oakland has fucked them over so many times, I'll go with the Ace.
0: Yeah, who I want, mm-hmm.
2: I want to win this year.
0: Okay, Brandon,
1: who I think is going to win it? Probably. Uh, no, who who
0: would you want to like a realistic? Not like your everyday, like you know what I mean. Not your favorite team, but just a team that
2: that might not, that probably won't. And win. it could
0: be the same team. You could still want the Braves because That's you true. can make a strong case with oh, the talent that They fan. have. I'm a huge Braves fan, so yeah. So, so with the Braves and, and the Braves are, uh, you know what I mean. They have the talent to do it. They're just underachieving. I, I
1: they're a little bit right now. To Logan's point, they're four behind in the standings, but they're only two below 500. They're okay. not going to get the wild any wild card, so they need to win the division. They
2: need to win out, yeah. but in that division, they can.
1: Yeah, the Mets are in first. I mean, come
2: on. Yeah, come on, they're the Mets. This
1: should, this 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 was a saying. The when Mets I...
2: pitching staff looks like I mean, I literally looks like the four of us on the screen. The four of us are the Mets pitching. <laughs> i would be,
1: I'd be a pretty solid number four. I'm not gonna lie.
3: But let's be honest. How many laws one. is the? Uh, you're you're the most superstitious then if if it was us four because your beard is the longest. Yeah.
2: yeah, I'm the baseball coach with no elbow or shoulder left, and I can't even throw from second to first anymore. I'm uh I'm the middle reliever that comes in when the team is getting their ass kicked. Yeah, I mean I'm like a player. I'll, I'll be the player coach,
0: or maybe <laughs> I'll just be the first base coach. I'm
2: just better at that.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know that's yeah, it's I don't know. They're all they're all good ones, and like I said, there there's a lot of potential. Atlanta's a younger team with a lot of talent, a ton of talent. I'm still pissed about the whole Sid Bream thing, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, just looking real quick at the streaks on MLB.com, looks like the worst team in baseball now currently is Texas. at a. Uh, they've lost nine in a mm-hmm. row. Nine in a row. Uh, Miami has lost six in a row. Looks like the hottest winning streak, Colorado, is at four.
2: But if you look at the la- uh going into today, the Rays had won 14
0: and sixteen. Yeah, 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 yep. Yeah. They're seven uh, seven for three in their last ten, yeah. as well as the White Sox, as well as the Royals, as well as Seattle, um, the Cubs nine and one in their last ten. Cubs are good, but they played the Pirates a lot, so that doesn't count. But mm. uh, yeah, counts in the win column. It sure does. So um, yeah, I don't know. That's uh, I, I think we're good. We are we're a little bit over the time. We got the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks. Yeah. It's- all right, that, yeah. Let's uh, let's let's answer this question. While we got a, a great question, who would you like to see in the World Series? Mm. Uh, the, Braves. the Braves and the A's. Braves. And
2: that Ma- would be a good series. Hmm. Yep, some validation for either team. I'm going to say the Rays versus. I can't go the Cardinals because I would. Be conflicting with Connor. I want to say the Rays versus the Mets because I love and the, although I, I can tolerate the Mets, I love watching New York teams lose things. And I'm from there. So
0: I want to see White Sox
2: in the Padres. Padres would be awesome.
0: Yes. I want White Sox Padres. Yeah. Detroit's record is 23 and 32. Oh. Ten games back, seven and a half back of the wild card. Duh Cubbies. Ugh. Uh, what do you got, Beard Bro? Could we do
3: a Royal spot race?
0: Yeah. Like, is that a reality? I mean, yeah, totally. I, I, feel, like yeah. I
3: Will- feel like it could get there. Um, it could. I feel like it could get there. I would love to see them play because the then I could find a way. Sorry, go ahead.
2: Sorry, uh, Will Myers and uh, Hosmer used to play for the Royals. That'd, that'd be yeah. a good story for Fox. And yeah.
3: Rock. I, I feel like then you could also get some of the, uh, the whole, you know, Midwest and coastal action there. Uh, I, I may actually have another reason to go out to San Diego again right now. You know.
0: Yes. So, I just love it because the the White Sox are a plus seventy nine in run differential yeah. right now. The only better team than that is the Dodgers at eighty three. But then the Padres are third with seventy five. Yeah, it's been a right. run differential. So, but um, yeah. So we could go on and on all night. And I know there's a lot of people that might want to stay here. And there's some people that just really want to go to bed, like Laura. So happy birthday, Laura. Happy birthday, Laura. And uh, honestly, thank you, everybody. Not only the people in the studio right now, but thanks to every single person that took the time out of their busy Thursday. Hopefully you guys will come back. This will be our kind of Thursday hangout. Where we maybe you don't want to go to the pub. Maybe you're in eastern Ontario and you haven't been able to leave your house in like a year and a half because you're still in lockdown and we feel bad for you. Come over and have a virtual drink with us. we can continue to kind of just – Talk about whatever. And if there's some questions or some stuff that you truly want to talk about, obviously you see we get to them in the comments. If you're listening to this on Apple's podcast or Spotify or any of those cool podcast channels and you want to see what we look like, come on over. It's a little bit of a scary sight. Don't worry about it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, continue to listen to that tool. cool. But, uh, yeah, we're going to come back next Thursday. We're going to do another Whiskey of the Week. Hopefully all of you amazing dudes will be back in the studio. And seriously, guys, thank you so much. This has been fun. I had a great time.
2: Yeah. Can we end with a picture of Charlie Blackman from the Colorado Rockies? Yeah, we can. Nice. So
0: Greatest
2: everybody, look ever for a major league baseball. Behold.
0: Let's take a look at. Uh, uh, that wasn't a good picture of him. You know, we his
2: wife has never seen his chin.
0: That's smart.
2: Uh, neither has mine, actually nice nice which by the
3: way i will do a shameless plug and say yesterday was my two-year anniversary hey uh, good job yakida he's never seen his face How you say it? yakida
0: yakida to two years
3: yeah thank you my
1: wife saw me uh their face when i our very first date and she that was it she saw she said on your online pictures you have a beard I was like, "Well, I wanted to be clean-faced, so I started growing it 2007, that went back."
2: She she non-beard shamed you on your first date. Wow. She's and then,
1: then I, I uh what what do they call it when you don't show up uh to a date? I did that you know, to her. Sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, oh, finlay hats though yeah let's let's throw out Finlay hats real quick. That'll be our exit, and then we'll show Charlie Blackman Finlay hats, guys. absolutely amazing. that's the hat that I'm wearing Logan, I got to get you a Finlay hat, so you get a, would you rock a flat brim hat or would you rather have a I, dad I, hat I
2: actually have I have three that I wear.
0: Finlay hats, or hats, no, no, at-
2: three flat brim hats. Not my thing, but I, I, I do have three. <clears throat> when you
0: get the bigger hats, beard, we'll do that. But we're going to get you a, uh, we're going to get you a Finlay hat because anybody that's, and we'll, we'll, I'll work on getting one for Brandon, or beard bro, because anybody that's part of the beard laws, they have to rock. They don't have to, but we really love it. So Finlay hats, you can use beard loss. I think if it doesn't work, then just pay full price. These guys are amazing. All right, what I truly love about them is not only are they patented laces, so these laces actually come down. You put them under your chin, so when you're doing action sports like snowboarding, uh, maybe you're on a boat or anything like that, they don't fly off, all right? Hidden pocket, it's got a hidden pocket. You put your credit card or anything you want in there. Finlayhats.com, they customize it. Mine's got a whole bunch of bugs on it, probably fitting. And lifetime warranty. (laughs) If your dog chews it, this thing gets destroyed, you send it back, and they will replace it with a similar hat or something very close to it. You don't see that in a hat company, all right? Right. And what's even better is every weekly – exclusive is released at 7 p.m pst all right and they don't stick around long all right so they come out here a different design every single friday at uh, 7 p.m P- uh, pst and what's even cooler this is uh was breaking news on triple t a couple weeks ago we're doing a a, a collab with beard Loss. so there's going to be a beard laws finlay hat mm. coming very mm. soon and it is outstanding. I'm working with uh, Dylan, Jimmy, and the whole entire Finlay crew. Which the whole entire crew is like less than twenty people. They're amazing. They're awesome. I gotta. How you <coughs> get that out of me? Sorry, uh, but yeah, so there's get. gonna be a beard loss hat. So save your pennies, rock them. Yes, uh, or TikTok ten. So I'm pretty sure beard Laws is a thing. If not TikTok ten and uh, beard ten is uh, is beard gang actual, and that saves you ten dollars, not 10%, ten percent, ten dollars. Off your very first order. All right. So, guys, check them out. Finlayhats.com. I honestly, I don't get paid to say that I love them. I truly, and and these guys know, any company that I truly believe in, I rep the hell out of them. And I always, always will. And these guys are amazing. They have been absolutely amazing to not only me, but everybody that's been on Triple T and everything like that. So, we're going to get some more hats for you guys. Make sure you rock them. I know that you just got your hat. And you love it. I mean, I saw the unboxing of it. Absolutely amazing. So thanks everybody again. Let's show the picture of Charlie Blackman. There he is. Nice. There he
2: is. Gloria. And, and and that that hair behind there is like a it's I don't even it's 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 not even a mullet. It's just shaved on the side. You, the dude just rocks it. He Ma. Ma. Yeah.
0: Dylan is uh, kind of the social media guy for Finlay Hats. He just is amazing. He is Awesome. Highly recommend it. So if you guys don't, go follow Finlay Hats on all the social media. Um, hesh dot dot dad or dude. I'll get you guys if you want. This is his personal account. Absolutely. Yeah, what a bloke. What a bloke. I think that's a good thing. But either way, what is a good thing is all you amazing people. We're going to be back next Tuesday, Triple T, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to be probably... Back here with the same crew next Thursday, same time, with some more just whatever we feel like with a new whiskey. It's going to be a couple ones. Maybe the beard bro is going to have a new little beer that he wants to talk to. Whiskey, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But either way, we appreciate every single one of you. Stay safe. Stay bearded, everybody. Later. Peace.